Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode, we look at two unique ways to start building your self-confidence. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to revisit a topic that we recently talked about, self-confidence, because I think it's such an important part of improving our lives and actually taking action, actually doing something that it really is worthy of, quite honestly, an entire series on it. So in this episode, I want to look at two really sort of unique ways that you can start to build your self-confidence or what to do if you you have no self-confidence but still need to take action anyway. So this should be super good. Now, before we jump into today's episode, today's sponsor is Raycon. Now, I work from home a lot. I guess everyone kind of does with the pandemic and all. And I'm always listening to music or a podcast or quite honestly, even a YouTube video. But one thing that used to annoy me is that dreaded cord. I can't tell you how many times I've been out for a run or doing chores only to pull my earbuds out by getting the cord stuck on something or hitting it with my arm. So I decided I wanted a pair of wireless earbuds to solve this problem. And before you go out and drop hundreds of dollars on a pair, let me save you some time and money. I recommend you check out the Everyday E25 earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at half the price, half the price of the other premium wireless earbuds, and they sound just as amazing, if not better. Now, I've tried a lot of wireless earbuds, and I always run into two issues. Either they are way overpriced, and I'm just not willing to drop hundreds of dollars on earbuds, or they are terribly made with cheap audio quality and as a podcaster on principle i cannot stand bad sounding audio that changed when i switched to the everyday e25 earbuds they've got six hours of playtime seamless bluetooth pairing and awesome bass quality i listen to dubstep on these things when i run and it is amazing so basically i use them all the time so i recommend you try them and now's the best time get 15 percent off your order at buyraycon.com slash tiny leaps that's buyraycon.com slash tiny leaps for 15 percent off raycon wireless earbuds buyraycon.com slash tiny leaps So much of our lives and our ability to take consistent action comes down to our levels of self-confidence. If we have it, we feel more comfortable taking certain actions, trying new things, and going for what we want. 
This in turn leads to more successes, which leads to an increased level of self-confidence. But if we don't have it, we are less likely to take action. And that reduced level of action leads to fewer successes, which leads to decreased levels of self-confidence. Or at the very least, it reduces the overall list of successes you can pull from to create that self-confidence when you are in doubt. But unfortunately, building self-confidence can be challenging. Ultimately, confidence comes through taking action and achieving success, building a history and building a sense of trust with yourself, knowing that if you do X, Y should happen because Y has always happened. That trust is what self-confidence is, but it's a catch-22 because if you want to build self-confidence, you need to take action. But if you want to take action, you need to have self-confidence. So what can you do? How do you get out of this catch-22 situation? Well, if you find yourself here, then you need to find a workaround. So let's start by looking at what is required. Self-confidence is ultimately about trust. If you trust yourself and your ability to follow through on things, you will have a higher degree of self-confidence and therefore take more actions. And this trust can be built by having a history. And it also affects you less when you screw up. That's part of having that trust with yourself. So ultimately, it's about having trust, which leads to the courage to take action. So how can we create trust if we don't have it in ourselves? Well, the first unique approach that I want to talk about is to reframe your history. Now, here's what I mean. Oftentimes, when we look back at our history, we see it through a lens based on where we are emotionally. So if we are in a place of high self-confidence and self-trust, we'll look back at our history and mostly remember the successes that we've had. But if we're in a place of low self-confidence, we'll harp on the failures. Our job is to direct that framing. And one easy way we can do that is to simply start writing down all of the successes and good things from our day. It's quite honestly super easy and straightforward. At the end of your day, start creating an I did it list, which just collects all of the successes you had. This can even be your journal practice or your gratitude practice if you have one of those. Just start writing down all of the good things that you do. And sure, there are going to be more failures and more areas that need improvement. But your job right now is to let those areas die with history. Let yourself focus on the wins. Doing this can help shift the frame that you look at things from and can provide just enough trust in yourself to start taking action. Now, the second unique way of building trust is quite honestly to borrow it. See, let's look at the financial industry as an example. If you need to borrow money to buy a house or go to school or, or whatever it might be, if you need to borrow money, if you don't have a high enough credit score or you don't make enough money, you can often still get access to the loan by bringing on a cosigner. A cosigner is essentially a way for the lender to increase their confidence that they will get their money back. They don't quite trust you because you don't hit the requirements, but if you bring in another person, that trust can be increased. So why, if they've been doing this in finances for years, why can't we do this with ourselves, with the rest of our goals? So if you're stuck in this catch-22 where you don't trust yourself enough to take action, but the only way to build that trust is to take action, 
then find yourself a co-signer. In this case, a co-signer would be someone willing to help keep you on track, hold you accountable, and of course, if needed, clean up any messes that you make. So it's a little bit more than just an accountability partner. It's not just about showing up to meetings and saying, hey, I did this. Did you do your thing? Cool. Let's meet next week. It's not that. It's going to require someone that you do have trust in, someone maybe a little bit closer. You can't really do this with strangers because it's possible that at some point they will need to step in for you. The goal, of course, is not to rely on them. And part of this is that the increased pressure of not wanting to rely on them or burden them will help you to take action. And if we look back at the financial sector and how they've been using cosigners for years, I have a cosigner on my student loans. It's my aunt. And I am incredibly and eternally grateful that she was willing to do that for me, to be able to go to college and build a life for myself. I have a co-signer for that. And over the years, there's been plenty of times where I wasn't necessarily in a position to be able to make my payments on those loans because the interest rates are super high. I have a bunch of other loans uh, from going to college as well. And I really wasn't making that much money or really any money. So there have been those times. But in those moments, I always, always prioritized paying those loans, the ones that have a cosigner attached to it. Why? Because she, out of the goodness of her heart, was willing to put her name on the line. And I was not and will not ever let it get to a point where she needs to step in for me. And I think the same thing can happen with the rest of our lives. That same driving force of not wanting to let someone down can help us when we don't quite have the trust that we need to take action, when we, we aren't quite there mentally. I think having someone else that we trust being willing to step in for us can help us get to a place where we never need to rely on them. So those are my two sort of unique approaches to building self-confidence. I would love to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me on Instagram at Tiny Leaps and let me know what you think. And if you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in right now. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.